This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Military Academy superstar athletes can no longer turn pro immediately after graduation. OPM reminds agencies that there are rules about putting political appointees into civil service jobs. And the State Department gets aggressive, searching for its next generation IT workforce. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. January 3rd, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. A loophole that allowed a direct route from service academies to professional football will close this year. The 2023 Defense Authorization Act bill will only allow service academy graduates to accept professional sports contracts two years after graduation. A 2019 memo from then-Defense Secretary Mark Esper at the direction of President Donald Trump allowed academy athletes to defer service or repay their tuition if they opted to play professional sports. Since then, several top football players went pro after academy graduation. House Republicans propose plans to revive the Holman Rule. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. That rule lets lawmakers make changes, including cuts to federal employees' salaries and agency staffing levels. House Republicans' proposed rules package for the 118th Congress would revive that provision. The Holman Rule was last in place in 2017 and 2018, and before that, not since 1983. The House Republicans' rules package additionally proposes establishing a select subcommittee to investigate federal spending on COVID-19 pandemic relief initiatives. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Office of Personnel Management reminds agencies of the policies for putting former political appointees in career civil service positions. Certain types of positions require agencies to get approval from OPM before filling the jobs with those former appointees. To speed up the approval process, agencies should give OPM access to the case and the staffing system within two days of a request. OPM has also compiled a pre-appointment checklist to help agencies prepare to submit their official requests. One of the longest-serving agency CIOs has called it quits. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. Raghav Ajala has been the chief information officer at the Federal Trade Commission since 2015, but he has decided it's time to move on. Vajala's last day was December 30th, and he has yet to announce a new position after seven-plus years at the agency. During his tenure at the FTC... Vajula moved more than 70% of all applications to the cloud, modernized the network backbone to use software-defined networking, and achieved zero-trust cyber architecture. Vajula has been in federal service for more than 20 years, including spending five years as the Treasury Department's chief technology officer before coming to the FTC. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. In the five years since the GSA launched its Centers of Excellence, 30 federal organizations have benefited from the expertise across the eight technology areas of focus. In recognizing the COE's impact since its creation in 2017, GSA says these technology experts have helped save money at USDA, modernize technology infrastructure at the CDC, and improve the use of data analytics at HUD. The COEs currently are working on 23 projects across the government and expect to have more work coming from funding under the American Rescue Plan Act in the coming year. 
The Veterans Affairs Department expects to keep growing its benefits division's workforce. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Veterans Benefits Administration is looking to hire an additional 1,900 employees in the first half of fiscal 2023. Those new hires are expected to help the agency handle more than 213,000 claims it received so far under the PACT Act. The agency has already completed onboarding steps for about 40% of that target workforce. Acting Undersecretary for Benefits Josh Jacobs tells reporters that VBA is also looking to hire an additional 2,500 employees by the end of fiscal 2023. The bottom line is we want to send a message to veterans that we're ready. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Congress homes in on the Department of Homeland Security's beleaguered biometrics program. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Lawmakers cut $17 million from the Biden administration's request for the Homeland Advanced Recognition Technology System in fiscal 2023. The HART system is being designed as DHS's next-generation biometrics sharing system, but the program is years behind schedule. Lawmakers also want an independent review of HART, including its data-sharing agreements. Civil liberties groups have raised concerns about the amount of potentially sensitive information the system is being designed to process. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. A small business owner can have a net worth of up to $850,000 and still be counted as a small disadvantaged business. New rules that took effect December 19th raised the threshold from $750,000. SBA made the change to account for inflation. Those inflation reviews are only required once every five years. The next one wasn't scheduled until 2024, but SBA acted sooner because of recent high inflation rates. In an effort to hire more civilian cybersecurity employees, the Defense Department will offer academic scholarships for higher education in a program called the Cyber and Digital Service Academy. The new initiative will pay tuition and all other expenses for qualified students. In return, the students will be required to work for DOD for an amount of time equal to time spent getting the degree. The academy will pay up to five years of tuition for either university degrees or certificate programs that focus on cybersecurity studies. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is expected to increase its outreach to industry this year. The omnibus spending bill signed by President Joe Biden last week directs CISA to hold quarterly outreach sessions with a broad array of small, mid-size, and large cybersecurity businesses. It also directs CISA to create opportunities for small group and one-on-one industry sessions. Lawmakers say they want to make sure CISA, along with its fast-growing budget, is working closely with industry on cybersecurity challenges and opportunities. The State Department is looking for the next generation of its IT workforce. The department is now accepting applications for the latest cohort of its Foreign Affairs IT Fellowship. The two-year fellowship includes a U.S.-based internship with the State Department, followed by an internship at a U.S. embassy abroad. The fellowship accepts undergraduate and graduate students completing a degree in IT. The fellowship is one of several programs of its kind meant to increase the diversity of the State Department's workforce. The department is accepting applications through February 3rd. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 